Welcome to Just Like Magic with Hannah Noel. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm a business alignment leader here to lead you back to your magic to create a sustainable and profitable business. Your magic never left you, and by being here, you're proving to yourself how worthy you are of incredible wealth. After increasing my income by three times in three months, I found my passion in helping women define and create success for them. This podcast is a spirituality-based business podcast where we are focusing on starting and growing businesses. We'll be exploring spiritual resources to use in our pursuit of freedom and flexibility in business. I'll be joined by experts in business and spirituality as we go on this exploration together. You are worthy, you are loved, and it's time to create massive abundance, just like magic. Welcome back to Just Like Magic. And I know I even have that in the intro, but I just can't help myself. Like, I feel like I have to say hello and welcome. It feels so weird to not do that. Um, today, we I have, I have a guest again, and we have Jen here, who we're really, she's a hypnotherapist among many other things. She's a mindset and business coach at the Six Figure Mindset, which I love the I love the name of your brand because I think what it, it it is very clear you know it's mindset and six figures and you obviously use a lot of tools in what you do so I'm just going to introduce Jen briefly so like I said mindset and business coach today we are hopefully you know the goal is to try to talk about hypnotherapy but whatever comes up comes up um, but I am excited to kind of dispel some myths around hypnotherapy and kind of maybe, you know, a case study or two to see how you can really use it in life and in your business and for your mindset. So Jen, if you could come out and just introduce yourself, share a little bit more about you and what you do and what you're passionate about. I mean, whatever you feel like sharing, we would love to hear. Well, thanks for having me, Hannah. I'm so excited to be here. I love podcasts. I love these conversations. And so I'm Jen. I'm a mindset and business coach. And I believe that business isn't just about strategy. It's about mindset and strategy. And it's about doing the strategies that are in alignment with you. There's so many, you know, I call the gurus and the experts out there saying, I've got the perfect, uh, you know, formula that fits for everyone. And I'm on the exact opposite spectrum. We're all <laughs> unique individuals. We all have different mindsets. And so strategy, mindset, everything is all unique to each individual. So we all need individual strategies and individual advice based off of us. And mindset is literally the foundation of all business success. That's why I focus so much on it because without mindset, if you have the limiting beliefs like the imposter syndrome, if you have the fear of success or failure or anything else that's saying you can't do this, you're never going to allow yourself to have the success. You're never going to implement the strategies because deep inside you don't believe it's available to you and you're silently going to sabotage. So it's my mission in life to help women be the best versions of themselves in their business so that they can achieve all their business goals and live that dream life for themselves. Oh, I love that. And one of the things I think is so cool about this podcast is I have just attracted the most amazing guests and everyone is so like on, like in the same wavelength that I'm in exactly what you just said that there, there are so many gurus and there's so much advice. And I have said it once, I think I've said it on almost every episode now that 
all those answers that people say and give you are right. And they're also all wrong, depending on you. <laughs> and so I love that, you know, that's what you're starting with, because I feel the exact same way. And I think it hopefully for you listeners who have now heard this a few times, like hopefully you're really understanding that we, these experts I've been bringing on in my experience and my client's experience, it really is true. And I, one of the reasons that guru, gurus kind of drive me crazy with their whole, like, I have this, this is the formula you'll ever need is what happens is when people do that thing or pay a lot of money for their program, because that's going to be the answer if it doesn't work, then that person thinks something's wrong with them. Like, oh, I didn't do it right. Or I didn't put enough time in, or, you know, I did something wrong because this was supposed to be the one thing that worked. And, um, it's just, it's really, it's really sad. I actually stopped following a lot of different sales and marketing coaches because I felt like so many of them were just pushing their one way and not acknowledging that there's other ways. I think there's a difference between if you're saying, this is what's worked for me and really preaching the one way that it's worked for you. But if you don't acknowledge that there are other options too, that could be totally opposite and work just as well. It's just not, I, I don't feel like it's, it's just not fair to the people. <laughs> and yeah, I love that. I love that you're bringing that up because it's such a good point. It is. Yeah. Because I was in that boat where I did these programs and I did all the things that, you know, they said, Oh, you do this, you're guaranteed to be successful. And I wasn't. And if you have limiting beliefs or like us women who already have self-worth issues or lack of belief in ourselves, you take one of those programs that says you're guaranteed success and you don't succeed. Well, what's that going to do? That's going to completely deflate all your confidence. And if you don't have any confidence in yourself, it's going to completely affect your business and you're never going to achieve the success because it's like, well, if it works for them and it doesn't work with me, then I must be broken. Therefore, I can't do this. Therefore, this isn't available to me. I'm just going to go back to a day job and I'm going to give up on my dreams. And I never want to see women do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You are oh, I'm so, so in agreement. And there's a couple things you said, you know, you talked about success. And one of the things that I do in my coaching is help women. And even in all of my programs, if you take one of my programs or do coaching with me, we start the same way every single time, because I never know who's new, you know, to a program. Um, we start the way same way every time we define our values and we define success because for for each individual person because i personally don't like to measure success on how much money i make or how many clients i enroll or whatever i like to have definition a definition of success that is based on me and what i am capable of doing outside of what's an action that someone else takes so you know am i committed to myself? Am I trusting myself? Am I following my own intuition? Those are the kinds of things that are mean success to me. So if I enroll in a course and, you know, I don't make the money that I thought I was going to make, or I don't, you know, achieve whatever goal, achieve whatever thing they said I would achieve. I know my, my success is, did I do everything that I could do with the time and energy that I had? Did I really do my best, you know, did I, and sometimes my best is different depending on life circumstances. And so I think, I think that's just really important too, to make sure that you know what success is to you. So then those external factors, if someone doesn't book with you, or if someone doesn't buy your product, or if someone, whatever, doesn't do something that is no reflection on you. That's just a reflection on what they're doing and backtracking a little bit. 
in some ways it is a reflection on you because it's uh, your external world is a mirror of your internal internal world. So, you know, if there are, if it's a common theme where nothing's happening, there's probably some inner work. There's probably some healing. There's probably some beliefs that you need to clear and work on. Um, and that's where this mindset comes in. And that's where hypnotherapy comes in. And before we started recording, we talked about how it's all so connected and, um, I just, I, I think it's, I think it's fascinating, honestly, how it's connected and how we can use um, different tools to help our mindset and to better our mindset, which in turn will, you know, create a better business for us. Yeah, I 100% agree. And it's funny, because I'm one of my own best case studies. So I had a business in my mid 20s, which was about 15 years ago, aging myself. <laughs> so I'd come out of college and I'd known my whole life I was meant to be an entrepreneur. And about my mid twenties, I had a degree in business finance and I was really good with numbers, hated them, but because <laughs> I was really good with them. And I was, I was in that mindset of, well, I have to do what I'm good at and what everyone thinks I should do. So I started this consulting business and I was working with multi-million dollar business owners, consulting with them. And when I started, I got immediate success. Like things just took off. I was doing great. But then I hit what I call my the glass ceiling. So for me at the time, that glass ceiling was my corporate salary. Mm -hmm. So I quickly got all these clients and made enough that my total yearly amount of revenue for my business would have been the same as my salary that I had had in my previous career. Well, after that, I would get a new client and then something would happen. Um, and I would lose an old client and then I get a new client and I lose an old client. And it was like the cycle. I couldn't push past this amount of money and this amount of revenue. And so I had the belief in this limiting belief and I'd had it my whole life that you just have to work harder. Success comes from hard work. I don't know, uh, people in my generation probably heard that from their parents. You just work hard and success is guaranteed. So I'm thinking, oh, I'm not working hard enough. So I put in more hours, more effort, and I kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And the same things kept happening over and over again until finally I literally burnt out. And back then this was not a diagnosis. It wasn't doctors just said, oh, you're just, you know, you just need to take better care of yourself. Oh, you're just tired. Just sleep more. I literally was exhausted. It was to the point where the one day at the hospital, I actually passed out and wow. hit my head, got a concussion, all because I kept pushing and pushing and doing the work harder, it'll all work out. And it got so bad that my health literally was at a crisis level. Like I literally couldn't function anymore. I couldn't do nothing. And I had to make the decision to shut down my business because I couldn't even do it anymore. I couldn't function enough to just do the day-to-day -day work. And I had to walk away. And I say it was one of the best times and one of the worst times in my life because the worst is because I had to give up on my dream of being an entrepreneur, but the best because it ultimately led me down the path to discovering mindset and becoming the person I am today and being able to help other women like myself and help prevent women from hitting that burnout like I did in my business. So it was the worst, but also the best. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can relate to that too. Not, not exactly the same story, obviously, but definitely that same burnout and just feeling so down and having no inspiration. That's how it came out for me. It was very much so an energetic burnout, not a physical burnout, but it was like the thing that I was passionate about, which was supporting single moms and fighting the single, single mom stigma. Um, even though I, I had been a single mom for eight and a half years, I had dozens of stories. I could have created content about it forever and ever and ever. There came a point where I was just burnt out from 
you know, a, a number of things, but it really just came down to that's not truly what I was supposed to do. That's not truly what I was passionate about. I was actually passionate about business, but I had the limiting belief that um, I couldn't teach business until I'd had, you know, massive success, like, you know, mil a million dollar year, like then I would be qualified to teach something on business. And I, uh, you know, working through my beliefs. And when I realized that, like, I had so many things I could have posted about, and I didn't post, I, I didn't even go on like Instagram stories for like a week, I didn't post anything in the feed for like, a month. And I was like, okay, something's off here. Like, this is not the right thing for me. And I just started exploring and um, did some mindset work to figure out what was actually, you know, what I was supposed to do and what was actually better for me. Um, and so I would love to, I would love to talk about how you got into, well, I mean, you, you shared how you started the mindset work, but like what first happened when you got into, when you found mindset work and hypnotherapy, how did that change things for you? Yeah. And it was huge, like life-changing finding those things. So once I had burnt out and walked away from my business, I started on this path of personal development. And at the time I didn't know what personal development was. I grew up in a very old fashioned, like I grew up on a farm middle of nowhere. That stuff wasn't even a thought. Nobody knew anything about that. So it was just some chance meetings with some people that even introduced me to this whole personal development world. And so then I was at the bookstore, I'd say about a year in, year and a half into my journey of working on myself, healing myself. And my intuition just drew me to this one book. And I was like, I don't know why. And I was finally starting to learn to listen to my intuition. I'm like, for some reason, I meant to read this book. Something keeps telling me I need to read this book. So I picked it up and it was The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And that was my first introduction to mindset. And the way he talked about the glass ceiling and these limiting beliefs and how our beliefs were holding us back. It was just like, I was reading all about myself. And I just was like the whole time nodding my head. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And it was like, at that point, I'm like, okay, I know what it is, but now how do I fix it? <laughs> and so I was doing the things he suggested in the book and I was starting to get some little, little steps and things going and things were improving, but I was still making a lot of the same mistakes. And I still had that negative inner critic that just would not shut up. And then again, another chance meeting, I don't know how it happened, but I was in this Facebook group or part of a something and they were doing this giveaway. They said, everybody, you know, if you have something you can give away to show off your expertise, your business, you know, and in exchange for testimonials. And this one lady popped up saying, oh, I'm a hypnotherapist. I'd like to give away a few sessions. And again, my intuition goes, you need this. Never done hypnotherapy. I've done hypno, like the stage shows in college, mm -hmm. completely embarrassed myself. <laughs> but something in me said, this isn't the same thing. You got to go do this. So I did a couple hypnotherapy sessions and it literally changed my life. I had all these limiting beliefs and I knew I was holding myself back and sabotaging myself. But like most of us, when things are in the subconscious, we don't know what those limiting beliefs are. We just know we're doing something on the in the outer world to sabotage ourselves, but we don't understand the root cause. Why are we acting that way? What is going on that's causing us to procrastinate or not show up on video or not show up in our business, period? Something inside of our subconscious is creating that action or misaction. And so through hypnotherapy, what I was able to do is literally ask my mind, why? 
am I like, why did I sabotage myself? Why didn't I allow myself to be successful? And the very first thing that came up, and I see this in 95% of my clients or more is not feeling worthy. Yeah. I literally had created a belief and my first introduction to me not being worthy came at only two days of age, if you can believe it. That was the first time I created that belief. So what had happened and it was like, you gotta understand the child's mind. So up until the age of six, children are like sponges. So they absorb everything around them through all of their senses. So whatever they see, hear, taste, touch, whatever, that is absorbed into them without rational thought because we don't develop rational thought till our preteens. So these children, whatever they see going on around them, they take on as truth. And a lot of times in the wrong context. Mm -hmm. So for me, here I am at two days of age in a crib beside my mom, like a playpen and she had a friend over and they were talking about like me. And so her friend was asking her about the delivery and birth and she was telling her friend and how her, um, her uh, pregnancy was difficult, her delivery was difficult, and I was a difficult baby. And so me at two days of age, heard this and went, Oh, my God, I'm difficult. There's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. And then once we create a limiting belief like that, our mind's job is then to prove us right. So once we create a belief system, whether it's good or not, the mind is then going, I have to show evidence to prove this. She believes this, so I have to keep showing her evidence. So throughout my life, evidence kept showing up that said, see, you're not worthy. You're not lovable. You're not enough. Even though there was all this other evidence out there that said, you are worthy. You are enough. You are good enough. I could only fixate on the negative and that created issues with depression in my teen years, um, with bullying, with all these other issues. And then that led into my business of not feeling worthy. So of course I believed I was only worthy of the amount of money that other people were willing to pay me. So corporate was willing to pay me X amount of dollars. Well, that's all I'm worthy of in my business and why I couldn't surpass that amount. But once I uncovered that story, and that's the power of hypnotherapy, you uncover the story, you uncover where this belief comes from, and just actually replaying it with your rational adult mind takes away the power. But then through hypnotherapy, you literally just go in and tell your mind, we don't need this belief anymore. We're done with this. It's no longer serving us. And then we implant a whole new belief. And those beliefs are based off of what you desire what are you wanting differently and then we use your words your thoughts and we create this whole new belief system and it's like flipping a switch on and off that's how quick and easy hypnotherapy is so we take that old belief we turn the switch off on it and we turn the switch on on the new one and right away you come out of hypnosis feeling like you are a different person feeling like life is just so much better and things are possible because that belief is gone now Yeah, that's amazing. And thank you for sharing that story. And I have a similar story. It was in hypnosis that I realized that the same, you know, not not being worthy, not being enough. That's one of my biggest things that I'm constantly for me, it's it's a constant growth, you know, because each time I'm doing something new or out of my comfort zone, I have to go through the process of reworking that belief again, (laughs) Um, and finding new evidence for why I am worthy of this thing that I desire. But it was the same thing at birth was the first time in a hypnosis, I realized um, my mind told me that it was at birth, the first time I felt not worthy. And it was because um, 
they had to use like a vacuum to like pull me out of my mother's womb. <laughs> and so, you know, I realized that was the first time I felt not worthy yet. That was the first time I felt like I couldn't trust myself, you know, that nobody else trusted me and I wasn't worthy of being trusted. And again, same, you know, like you said, all throughout my entire life, I, my, my subconscious mind was looking for proof of that. And so I had friends abandon me. I had my dad move away from me. I had boyfriends cheat on me. I had like all kinds of, you know, lose, like losing a job for no reason. Like just randomly the company, my, my position was, was taken away. So, um, yeah, I can totally relate to that whole story of just having to, um, having to find, having to rewrite the new belief. And I'll be honest, I haven't done like hypnotherapy treatments since then. It was in a hypnosis that I realized that, but I actually haven't used hypnotherapy yet to rewrite that. I've done, you know, all kinds of other things and it has been great so far, but it is, hypnotherapy is definitely something that I want to explore more because I have heard such amazing things with it, with how effective it is and how quickly it works. Um, and one of the things you mentioned was the stage hypnosis. And I know we briefly talked before we recorded, I would love if you could, um, obviously everyone knows what hypno, well, not everyone, they have an idea of what hypnotherapy is, that it's like another, you know, conscious state and you briefly described how it works. So I would love if you could explain kind of some of the myths, like why are people afraid of it and why they shouldn't be afraid of it? Yeah, thanks for that. Because it's huge. The myths out there on hypnotherapy are so big and it prevents people from getting the quick and easy help. And I like to say it because hypnotherapy, it makes the mindset work so much easier and so much quicker. But because of all the myths out there, people are afraid to give it a try. So many of us, our only exposure to hypnosis are those stage shows where like I was in one of those in college and I was made to cluck like a chicken and say stupid things. But the thing was, is with any hypnosis, whether it's the stage show or whether it's hypnotherapy, is you can't do anything like they can't make you do anything you wouldn't want to do. You still have free will within hypnosis. So I like to use the, um, my experience on the stage show one. So I had convinced one of my friends to come up with me. She did not want to go like she really didn't. But I begged and pleaded and literally <laughs> drug her up on the stage to be with me. The thing was, though, is when he was working on getting everyone into hip, like into a hypnotic state, she wouldn't go because she wasn't a willing participant. Whereas me, I'm this outgoing, bubbly extrovert. So I'm like, sweet, make me do stupid stuff. Like, I'm okay <laughs> with that. So he was able to hypnotize me. He couldn't do her because she wasn't willing and open to it. So that's a big thing is people think I don't have free will, but you do like in the hypnosis process, especially in the one I do, you're actually an active participant throughout the whole process. So it's not that, um, cause that's another myth is, oh, I'm going to forget everything you did. Like I'm going to wake up and I don't know what you did to me, but that's not the case. You are actually an active willing participant. You're sharing and telling me about your stories as we're going through them. You're, having conversations with me you're reaffirming what you want so it's an active process between myself and the participant 
as to what we're doing. And plus, you cannot do anything. Like I've had someone jokingly go, oh, so under hypnosis, you're going to tell me to give you $10,000 and I'm going to do it. And I go, no, not unless you really want to. But I said, <laughs> if you really want to, you could. And so that's the thing about hypnotherapy is it's working with you and what you want and we can never ever implant plant a new belief into you that isn't in alignment with you and your values and what you desire so that's why i ask women before we even do a hypnosis session is what is it that you want like when we're doing one-on-one sessions the re-imprinting and giving them the new beliefs those new beliefs are their own words and thoughts so they tell me i say okay if we're working on imposter syndrome what would your life look like? How would you feel if that imposter syndrome was gone? And they literally tell me and I write out their wordage. And then that's what we use to reimplant those new belief systems because it's in alignment with them and their values and what they desire. So the biggest myth that I want to bust is it's not a passive process. People can't make you do what you don't want to do. And it's actually extremely powerful. Think of being in a really suggestible state because that's all hypnosis is and intertwining therapy with it. So you can take like that therapy relationship and condense it down from years to months and get those big, massive changes. Wow. That's incredible. That's amazing. And I think a lot of people obviously want that. And so if you can get over the fear or maybe even go in with the fear a little bit, I think that's probably normal to still show up to this with some fear or nervousness. Would you agree? Yeah, completely. And another thing I find, and I like to talk about this is um, some clients come to me with religious beliefs and they go, well, I don't know how this works with my religion. And I can say I've worked with people of many different religious beliefs. For some reason, I get a lot of very devout Christian women. I don't know how because I'm not a religious person, but I've had a lot of Christian clients come to me and they're a little hesitant at first. But the thing is, is if I know that's your belief system, I actually incorporate that into our sessions because the women really have a strong belief system which is really a part of them so i actually incorporate that in and i'll use the words god and all of that in their sessions and they say you know what i feel more connected to god even though i'm not a christian i'm not religious myself it's something that they value so we use it so if you're religious it's also extremely safe again it's we're not doing anything negative we're not um changing who you are or your beliefs we're just helping you be a better version of yourself we're taking those words because limiting beliefs all they are are words other people have said to you that you've taken on as your own so someone may have once said oh you're ugly oh you're fat oh you're stupid and you've taken that on as your own and now believe that is truth when really it isn't so we just want to remove those beliefs from other people and give you new beliefs that are in truth to you as a person Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's those are such great examples too, of how it is safe and how you can, you know, you do have the control. And I, I think it's perfect examples of that. This is not something that you have to, you know, avoid or be like terrified of like, sure. Maybe it's a new experience. It's something that you're exploring, but like it can really benefit you so much. So something I would love to know, I have two questions. I'm going to say them both. So I don't forget. The first question is, what would you say is one of the best success stories you have, either for yourself or a client? Um, And 
I know something I was curious about before I got into this world was the difference between hypnosis and meditations. So I would love to touch on those two things. Sure. So um, client win story. So I have this client and we've been working on and off together for over three years now. And the reason is because the client has seen such amazing results and it's not just her business like it's funny she raised about me to everybody and she always says you know what the business success was just the topping like it was just a bonus but it was every other area of her life that literally changed she was in the most toxic marriage ever she was um unhappy with herself there was so much going on in her life that just wasn't in alignment but she came to work with me for the mindset and the business stuff and I realized very quickly that her personal life was a complete disaster. And I told her, I said, our business is also a reflection of our personal life. So you're not gonna be the best version of yourself. You're not gonna be the best coach, the best consultant, the best whatever, if your personal life is falling apart because how we do one thing is how we do everything. So that energy from your personal life is being drugged into your business and it's making you not show up as the best version of yourself. And so in a very short period of time, like many other women, she had those feelings of not being worthy. So we shifted that. She started showing up as a strong, capable, powerful woman, not just in her business, but her personal life. And our work together allowed her to leave her extremely toxic relationship, to heal wounds from childhood that she didn't even know were there, and to actually start loving herself. Like she had very little self-worth and confidence and belief in herself. And now you look at this woman and she's a totally different woman. She has a healthy relationship with a partner. She has healthy relationships with other people. She has a strong relationship with herself. She's happier and more confident. And she actually completely shut down her old business and started a whole new one that was actually in alignment with what she really wanted to do, but she wasn't doing it because she had this belief of, oh, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And I helped her shift that. Now she's actually doing the work she truly wants to. She's charging way more money. Like she's working as a consultant now for high-end businesses. And she's charging ten dollars and $20,000 for small packages. And people are like, like, yeah, like <laughs> handing her money. Like, and she was working 40, 50, 60 hour weeks before we worked together. Now she's down to 20 hours a week or less. So she has this amazing personal life her business is transformed all because of just some mindset shifts along with the new strategy but it was the mindset that changed it all and like i said she tells everybody about me like someone's like talking about their business or a struggle and she's like oh you got to call jen you got to talk to jen you got to work <laughs> with jen like she does this to everybody and i love it because those are the wins that i love to see those are the things that just light me up because I'm like, oh my God, yes. Look at you as a woman now. You're so empowered. You're finally stepping into who you were truly meant to be. And because of that, all your dreams are coming true. Wow, that's amazing. I love hearing success stories of clients because it's. I think it's a testament to what you do, obviously, because you can do it for yourself. I really think there's a difference between being able to coach yourself or do, you know, do that kind of work with yourself and having client results too. And I love, I would say not most of my clients, but I have a few clients that are quote unquote, you know, more successful than me financially. And I love that I get to celebrate them and their success is my success. So I love hearing stories like that, where these women, you know, have such 
amazing results with the work that they're doing. So thank you for sharing that. That was very inspiring. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I just love, I'm the same as you. Like when people surpass me in income or wins or whatever, I celebrate that with them. I'm like, yes, like another woman is financially independent. She's got time freedom. She's living her best life and she's happy and empowered to me. It's like, yes, I just won because you won. Exactly. Exactly. I feel the same way. Um, okay. So hypnosis versus meditations. What is the difference there? Yeah. So what it is, is we have different brain wavelengths. So depending on what state we're in, our brain goes into different states. So the difference between hypnosis and meditation is the brain wave we're in at the time. So meditation is a little bit deeper than our conscious state and meditation is an even deeper state. So it actually is the same state we're in when we're in REM sleep. So, yeah. So I don't know if you've heard before, but um, it's been talked about. So with young children, if you go into their room when they're in their REM sleep, which is their rapid eye movement state. So you can tell they're in that state or anyone's in that state because when they're sleeping, their eyes are like fluttering a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's our REM state. And it's actually our lightest state of sleep. So when we're in that state, like we are in, in hypnosis, we're just suggestible. So what you can do is, um, same as in hypnosis, is when someone's in REM, you can sit there quietly and whisper things like, you're the most amazing child, you're so smart, you're so beautiful. And because they're in that specific brainwave, they can actually take those suggestions on and they put it into the subconscious mind. So the big difference is, is that brainwave then accesses different parts of the brain. So meditation accesses the conscious part of our brain, which is still important, but the brain waves in hypnosis and in REM sleep access the subconscious. And it's our subconscious that I say is like our hard drive of our computer. That's where our programs are. And it actually stores every single one of our memories. So even though consciously our long-term memory storage is limited capacity, our unconscious isn't and it'll remember everything and then it takes those memories and creates our belief system and it's that belief system that it then creates who we are and our outer beliefs so if you want the bigger shifts and the big changes and want to understand why you are the way you are why you react the way you react why you do the things that you do you have to get past the conscious mind and into the subconscious mind where those programs are actually created yeah, that totally makes sense. Thank you for explaining that. Cause that was definitely something I was confused about at the beginning. And I know for me, it was also, I was very intimidated by hypnotherapy and that's honestly probably part of the reason why I still haven't totally dove into it yet <laughs> because I'm like, okay, I'm getting, you know, like I'm totally comfortable with meditation and breath work now and like good with all that. So that's definitely the next thing I want to explore is, is hypnosis because I, like I said, I did do the one hypnosis that told me, you know, kind of how my um, beliefs of not being worthy were established. And so I definitely see the value. And I love that I was able that you showed up out of nowhere on on the podcast post, because um, I think it's such a valuable tool. And I, it's funny, it's almost, I, I don't know if you believe that, you know, Instagram and our phones and the internet track everything that we think or say or do, but I know for me, I do, because as soon as I started talking to you about hypnotherapy, um, when we booked the call, you know, a week or two ago, um, I've started getting a bunch of 
in my Instagram, like explore feed, there have been multiple hypnotherapist posts coming up, which I'm like, oh, this is interesting because I'd never said or thought about it before. But um, one of them, she was talking about how um, she had statistics, which I thought was really interesting. So for a marketing perspective, if this resonates with you, it might be a good idea to do. But um, she had statistics of her clients and what percentage of them hit a six-figure month after blank sessions. So it was like after one session, I think it was like 5% of her clients hit a six-figure month. And there's obviously all kinds of variables. Like maybe these people were already at an $80,000 month, you know, that you don't know for sure. But, um, and then it was like, I think at like two to five sessions, I think were, was like 30% of people. And then five to eight sessions, there was like 45% of her clients had hit a six figure month. So it was just really interesting to see that with such a short amount of sessions, really like these incredible results were, were happening. And that's, I know the first six figure month for a lot of businesses, a lot of entrepreneurs is one of the hardest mindset shifts to hit. Like I, I've heard so many stories of women at 50 K 70 K for like a year and they just cannot get to that hundred K month. So it was really interesting to see that actually broken down with the percentages and how long it took, um, which kind of makes me think of another question is, is this something like how often could you go into hypnosis? Is it like a weekly thing or like a monthly thing? Or is there any sort of structure or schedule you recommend? Yeah, so I recommend once a month, just because when we're doing these deep work in the mind, it needs an opportunity to integrate with the rest of your body and the rest of your mind. So it's like a habit, I say, it takes about 21 days to fully integrate those new beliefs and start shifting and changing within you before you start diving into more. So you want to give that shift in belief an opportunity to become part of your reality and to become second nature before you start diving diving into the next one. So doing those monthly sessions is ultimately the best way to do it. And it's working through like one limiting belief at a time. And I want to dive into what you said about the six figure months. And I see this even in six figure years is a lot of women are striving for that first six figure years. And this is one of the biggest obstacles and where most women end up quitting is before they get there. And it's because of these limiting beliefs, they can't even get to those 10 K months because their foundation is struggling. So the women who can get to the six figure years, they've got a pretty good solid foundation. They don't have a lot of mindset issues, but the women who struggle to get to six figures, it's those first year or two in business that you have to really work at removing those limiting beliefs when they really start showing up. And once you move those base layer limiting beliefs, those ones like um, not feeling worthy of success or not being enough, those ones that all of us seem to have, when you remove those, the next limiting beliefs that you run across at you know the six figure months or seven figure years, those get to be a whole lot easier because it's those base layer ones that are opening it up and removing the real stagnant tough energy so that those next levels get to be a lot easier to work through. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really just so fascinating how it all works and how there's still things that you do have to work through as you go along. Like I know there's, I know I believed for the first I don't know, maybe six months or so of my entrepreneur journey um, was that once you hit 
the goal that you set for yourself, a 10K month or six-figure year, seven-figure year, whatever it is, once you hit that, that then it was just easy. You just knew how to do everything and it just came easy and you didn't struggle and blah, blah, blah. And I'm realizing as I've grown and as I've seen clients grow and as I've, you know, just watched different mentors grow, like all of that stuff still comes up. Like I have clients that get fully booked out in, you know, a month and then it's like something happens and they haven't worked on their beliefs enough and they can't hold space for anything more. And then they lose a client, kind of like what you were saying, you know, at the beginning. Um, and so it's been eye-opening over the last year to really see like, oh, so this is just something that we get better at. It becomes a skill that we can work through quicker. So instead of it taking, you know, I don't know, weeks or months to work through a belief, like maybe it's a few days or something because your, your brain, it's, it's just like a habit almost like your brain just knows how to do it. And, um, I think that's just really valuable. I think it's good to know from a realistic perspective and it's good to know that it gets easier as you, as you go along. It does. Yeah. And cause that's a big myth is women think, Oh, I just bust through these initial blocks and then I'm good. I can make multi-million dollars. But I say the difference between really successful women and not so successful women is the really successful women focus on mindset regularly. They know that it's a ongoing thing because we continue to hit glass ceilings throughout our entrepreneurial journey. Nobody knows where that next glass ceiling is going to be. For one person, it could be six figures, it could be 250,000, half a million, or it could be every 50,000 they run up into blocks. Everyone's journey is different, but you need to be constantly working on mindset. It's not a one and done. I say it's the foundation of the house. It's like the solid foundation of all businesses. If you don't have that in place, you start stacking on all the strategy and that house is going to come crumbling down because it doesn't have the solid foundation to work on. And it's not going to come up as often. So that's why a lot of times I work with women starting out, heading that for six figures. But then these women stay with me for years because then I'm there when they need those tune-ups. When things come up, it's like I'm there to help them through it. I'm help, there to help them work through it because they know that it works. They know that it's going to keep happening. So they just like having me in their back pocket and knowing that when this stuff comes up, I can help them work through it. And then they may not need me again for another three, six, maybe even 12 months again. That's, that's awesome. That's beautiful. And I think it's so cool that our conversation has been about mindset, money mindset, hypnotherapy, like we have covered so much. And um, I think I'm going to wrap it up here because this has just been like jam packed. And I could keep talking to you about this because I'm fascinated by it. I really find myself when there's something new that I want to explore, it's like, I want to know everything. Um, so I am going to uh, stop myself from making this too long, but I really, really appreciate you being here. I would love if you could share with my listeners where to find you and how to work with you. Sure. So you can find me on all social media at the six figure mindset. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or you can visit my website, the six figure mindset.com. Awesome. Awesome. And are there any specific, do you do one-on-one -on -one coaching mostly, or do you have group programs? What kind of containers do you have? I have a little bit of everything, everything from self-study to right up to one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I like to have something available to everybody to meet them where they're at, whether that's financially, energy-wise, I want to be there for them wherever they are. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Jen, again, thank you so much for 
being here and sharing your expertise. Um, do you have any final thoughts you want to share? I just want women to know that anything is possible when you believe in yourself. So go out there, do the work you need to do, start believing in yourself and knowing that it's possible and you can make anything happen. Oh, that is beautiful. All right. Well, thank you for that. And listeners, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you, I know I took away so much. So um, I hope you have a great week and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It means so much to me that you have chosen to spend just a little bit of your day with me here on Just Like Magic. If you have a specific question that you want me to answer, or if you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send me a message on Instagram so we can make that happen for you. And if you feel called to share this episode, please tag me wherever you share it. So then I can thank you with a freebie that is just going to continue on this amazing work that we are doing. Until then, I hope you have a great day. Go create an amazing life and an amazing business, just like magic.